0: One. Hello, everyone. This is your host JML bringing back the JML for Real podcast. We are so excited to be with here, here with you guys today. And uh, this is a this is a pretty special podcast. I don't have just one guest on today. I have two guests on today for just the second time in the history of this podcast. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, the two guests that we'll be featuring today will be Mr. Joshua Rarick and Mr. Zach abdel And And, uh,
1: yeah, no, say hello to them. Josh, you say hello first. Hey. Um, yeah. Got nothing else to add to that. Okay. And how about you, Zach? Anything to say?
2: Um, greetings. And salutations. There I'm, we go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to you... keep it really calm because your intro just, I think, every week becomes more and more aggressive.
0: Ooh, very aggressive.
2: Yeah, your 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 intros, man. It's at one point it's just going to have fireworks and explosions in it.
0: Uh, it really is. I'm working on getting that explosive screen in the background. the The first uh, show with video is definitely going to feature me walking away from something that's burning. So. uh but yeah no totally yeah no gotta have fun with the intro gotta get all the uh thanks and out there and to everyone uh thank you to the fans for tuning in we appreciate what you have been doing with the show so far thank you for the ratings thank you to anchor for doing the hosting the publishing and all the fun stuff once again it's for free but you guys know that by now and uh quick shout out to world in sports uh for the opportunity to write for them so uh but yeah let's dive into today today we have our special awards show yes we are making way too early predictions on who we believe the NFL MVP and the rest of the NFL awards are going to be going to yes we realize there have been no games played so far yes we realize that any one of these players we reference could get injured week one or maybe won't even play who knows Aaron Rodgers name might be mentioned uh on this show and uh yeah we don't even know if he's playing at this point in time but uh you know what who cares, right? We're, we're making predictions off of what we've seen this offseason, what we like, what we don't like. And, uh, you know, we're ready to bring you some uh, wild and crazy, way too early predictions for each of the major awards, which the awards we are covering tonight will be NFL MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, and Coach of the Year. We will be given a popular pick for each one of them. We will be given a dark horse pick for each one of them, and then we're just going to make a few comments, uh, probably some in agreement, some in com- utter disagreement, probably. Who knows? Maybe we won't utterly disagree with each other at all. Um, I mean, if if we don't, then this is going to be a pretty boring show. There's a reason why I brought three people onto the show, and that's mainly because we, we we want a little bit of that back and forth on it. So, So yeah, let us get started. Um, we're not going to do MVP first. We're going to make you guys wait till the end for that one because, you know, it's, that, that, that feels like the right thing to do. We're going to dive right in with the Offensive Player of the Year. Offensive Player of the Year. Okay, and I guess since it's my show, I will be the first one to lead off with that. My popular pick for Offensive Player of the Year drum roll please, (laughs) is Christian McCaffrey. Um, I know it's boring. It's vanilla. There's no reason to think it won't happen though. Um, You know, obviously it could easily be someone else. But at the same time, Christian McCaffrey has, uh, there's no reason to believe that he's not going to come back in, in full form. There's no reason to believe that That Panthers offense won't be improved. And uh, he could be sitting on a very special season where he breaks some sort of record. Uh, It's I I get it. This is a no brainer. This is a very boring pick. not saying that it's necessarily going to be right or anything because, you know, it's way too early. He is coming back from an injury, but uh, from injuries. But, you know, to be completely honest, I don't if he comes back completely healthy, this is really an easy pick, in my opinion. For my dark horse, I tossed Antonio Gibson and Jonathan Taylor back and forth. Uh, I think there are two guys that actually have a shot at winning the rushing title this year. And in the end, I'm going with Antonio Gibson because I think he will have more opportunities to... Um, I, I, I think he will have more opportunities because they're... I believe that Carson Wentz is going to be better than Ryan Fitzpatrick this year. And I also think Jonathan Taylor has too many other people in that backfield with him. Nehein Himes is going to steal more receptions from Jonathan Taylor than uh, J.D. McKissick is going to steal from Antonio Gibson. And there is always that chance that Marlon Mack is going to t- uh, take more handoffs than anyone on the on the Washington football team will take away from Gibson. So my dark horse pick for offensive player of the year is Antonio Gibson. Um, when I if I have to pick between Gibson and Christian McCaffrey, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with my dark horse. So yeah, uh, this is a very me thing to do, but I, I'm going to call Antonio Gibson for offensive player of the year.
2: Thoughts on that, guys?
1: I hate that.
2: Um, I think he hates that because he's a Giants fan
1: uh possibly i also just had two running backs as your top two performers offensively
2: um i actually would agree with two running backs because it seems like the quarterback always gets the mvp and the running back gets that oh you're the offensive player of the year here's your uh second place trophy
1: i can see that i mean i can see it i just you're really that high on gibson
2: me, personally, I don't know if I'm – I don't know if I'm OP on Gibson. I am high on Gibson, though. But, you know, that's why it's a dark horse, right?
0: Yeah, that's why it's a dark horse. And, you know yeah, – I, I, I,
1: I I'm just not even a huge fan of the McCaffrey pick. What was that? I'm just not even a huge fan of the Christian McCaffrey pick. Really? I, I think he's talented. I mean, you're giving a lot of credit to, you know, his doctors and surgeons an so, offensive line. That was pretty good last year. I mean, okay. So uh, you, you know, actually
0: have a bigger problem with me picking McCaffrey for the popular one than you have with me picking Gibson for the
1: overall. I, I do actually. And I think, you know, you look at Sam Donald there. And then I just think that team's going to be throwing the ball a lot because not because they can, because they have to, you know, like, I, I really think they're going to be chasing a lot in games. And if they're chasing, you know, if they're down 14 points, you're pretty much just going to stick the fork of McCaffrey for the day. Okay. Um, I, say that, I say that knowing that he's very talented and he can cast, catch passes too, but I just don't see the Panthers being willing to risk their, their franchise running back in games where they're down 14 in a season where they're probably not winning the division, probably not even coming close to winning the division.
0: You know, that's very fair because there are suspect uh, that final injury McCaffrey had last year, what was a very suspect injury. In my opinion, it seemed more like the Panthers wanted to shut him down. So if if this season does fall apart, there is very good reason why Christian McCaffrey would not be featured so much in those later games. I could definitely see that. I mean, that's partially one of the reasons why I went with my dark horse over my popular one. Um, my logic for, uh, but no, nah, I'll let you guys uh, jump in on your your ones next. Who who wants to go second here?
1: I mean, I, I go ahead, Zach. You can go.
2: I was gonna say. I was gonna actually say you can go first as you were talking. So you got it.
1: All right. I mean, my my offensive player of the year is uh, also you know it's my MVP pick but I'm going to bank on the fact that he doesn't win MVP so he'll, he'll get the offensive player of the year instead. Okay. And, uh, I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. I, I think he's, you know, he's next level when you watch that, when you watched him last year, he was almost there watching him at Oregon. He's just, he's a game changer, man. The, the kid is just, he is a game changer. I think that, that wide receiving core they built for him, having Austin Eckler come back for him. I, I just don't see a reason why he doesn't, absolutely lighted up this year and i do think there's a you know there's in a lot of sports you have an east coast bias because east coast plays at seven o'clock versus 10 o'clock i think in the nfl you kind of have a west coast bias because he's going to be highlighted with a lot of four o'clock games when there's two or three games and by the middle of the season you know there's only one real game that people want to watch so i think he's going to have a lot of that press and he's going to get that espn rub you know and you know how some guys just ESPN falls in love with their story and falls in love with them, and all of a sudden the guy's sh- like on a meteoric rise just because he's on Sports Center all the time. And I think that's going to be the Justin Herbert effect.
0: You know that's very fair, though. Uh, picking a QB as the offensive player of the year does seem a little dark horse. So do you, I I won't even count him toward Zach. Would you be willing to have that be Josh's dark horse and give him the, uh, the option of a dark horse or a popular for his second one?
2: Regarding, (laughs) I mean, wait, the question question got me all looped up. Wait a minute. (laughs) Rephrase it, John.
0: I think it's great. I think it's dark horse enough to pick a quarterback for offensive player of the year. So I'm willing to allow Josh to say anything for his second pick.
2: Hmm. I mean, that's fine. You really think that a, a quarterback can get offensive player of the year?
0: Well, when is the last time we had a quarterback win Offensive Player of the Year? Does anyone know that? I could look it up. To the Googles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the best
0: well, part about- say, your, say your second person anyway, Josh, while we look this up.
1: All right, my second one is um, going to be a guy that I think a lot of us expected a lot of out of last year and just never got it, partially because his quarterback got injured. But I'm going to give it to CeeDee Lamb. I, nice. I, I think CD Lamb as a dark horse wide receiver for offensive player of the year is a good pick. Um, you know, he's got he's got plenty of talent around him. You're you're not going to be able to double, double cover the guy every play. Um, and I think he showed last year he does have that explosive speed. I think he's going to work on those he's been working on those hands a lot this offseason. Not going to drop as many as, of those uh, you know, third and short catches. He's going to be instead be able to break them open. And I think having a deep downfield throwing threat like Dak Prescott is going to bring him back up. And the Cowboys are uh, the most loved and hated team in the country, so I think there's also that advantage for him. Hmm.
2: I just find it odd that as an offensive player, he's still technically the number two there, and there's like 18 and a half mouths to feed. And Mike McCarthy's a bad coach, so I just—it's just a. That's a very dark horse. That's like a dark, like donkey pick.
0: (laughs) I still kind of like it, though, to be completely honest. And, yeah, uh, yeah, apparently quarterbacks win this award quite regularly. Uh, Pat Mahomes won it in 18. We had Matt Ryan in 16, Newton in 15. Uh, Wait, so,
2: wait, Newton in 15 got the offensive player of the year. Yeah. But wasn't that the same year he got MVP? I'm looking at that list too, so hold
1: up. Yeah, Kev Newton won MVP in 15.
0: I mean, it has Derek Henry winning it in 2020 and Michael Thomas winning it in 2019. So so I know it's the right list.
2: No, I know it's what I'm saying is, are you able to b- get both awards?
0: Are you? <laughs> that,
2: but that's what I'm saying. 2015, Kev Newton MVP won offensive player of the year and MVP. And so I, did I, I guess you're
0: allowed to win both awards. I don't think it happens all that often.
2: <laughs> you no, know, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, wait to... a minute. On the contrary, what... it happens very often.
0: Yeah, Pat Mahomes did both.
2: Pat Mahomes, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton. Uh, Matt Ryan didn't win MVP. 2016.
0: Yeah. He won MVP, didn't he? No, he. Matt Ryan doesn't have an MVP.
2: Just so sh- uh,
1: just so the listeners know this is an appropriate time to say that John Miller does not edit the podcast in any way shape or form and you will now hear uh, you will now understand how silly we can be when we didn't realize the same people can win both awards when it's apparently happened a bunch of times
2: we're clearly professionals at this people. <laughs> well, get with it oh
0: wait let, let me just make make a quick comment off of Josh's uh, I I wouldn't be shocked if a Justin Herbert with like after looking at this list, I wouldn't be shocked if a Justin Herbert won offensive player of the year at all. Uh, that one doesn't surprise me. The CD lamb one is uh, I think is a much deeper reach than my Antonio Gibson one, but at, at the same time, it's uh, you know, I, 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 I respect that pick. Um, I, d- I don't think it's ever going to happen, but, but, but I, but I like, I like the thought process that went into it. So I'm assuming you're going with Justin Herbert as as your actual pick, though, right, Josh?
1: I am. Yeah, absolutely. It's Okay. I, I just think Justin Herbert's next level this year. And um, I'd go as far as saying that by the end of the year, we're really looking at Justin Herbert as he could be the next guy in the NFL, you know? And, and nothing too crazy here, but he's he's got a factor that guys like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen don't have and that is uh, Justin Herbert is, this is where half your listeners are about to skip for four or five minutes, but uh, Justin Herbert's a good-looking, marketable young man. And I think that the NFL is in a position right now where they want to have a clean, crisp person that they can market, that doesn't have family all over Twitter, doesn't have Twitter drama themselves, and is just clear-cut, you know?
2: So you're saying that the NFL is going to you know, tinker with this decision.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that I don't think the uh, NFL is above reproach at this point.
2: Um, I don't think they've ever been.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> I, you, you could have kept that statement true at uh, <laughs> without the at this point.
2: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: but it's not as fake as uh, wrestling, so. <laughs> That is true, or the NBA. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but be, be, before we before we take uh, before we piss off the whole sports world minus the NFL, let's uh, let's send this over to Zach for his two. All
2: right. So I was going like back and forth. So, and I will explain why my dark horse is my dark. Actually, I'm going to switch him. The guy I think is going to get OP is Derrick Henry again this year. Um, and it might be like a vanilla pick, but I actually think he does better this year than last after breaking the 2000 yard mark.
0: Honestly, I don't think that's vanilla. I, I, I I would say that's, uh, if you're saying he's going to go over 2000 back-to-back seasons, I I would actually be willing to give you uh, that as
1: a bold pick.
2: Okay. Well then.
1: Yeah. I, I like that pick. And I think it's very bold though.
2: I think, well, the reason behind it being bold is because we didn't get to jump into this a lot, John, uh, John but I think with Julio there, him as a blocker, him as a distraction, I, I just think Derrick Henry's going to have, like, crazy yards per carries. Okay. He oh, might it get could happen- 20, He might not get the 20 carries. He might get the 17 carries this year. But – I think, I think with Julio as a distraction, and he's a great blocker, better than anyone they gave up this year. Plus, that O line is not going anywhere. I think we'll be pleasantly, uh, pleasantly watching Derek Henry run laps around people.
0: You know what? I'd love to watch that. To be yeah. honest, yeah, I, I know I just uh, traded uh, Derek Henry for a hole and Loaf, but at the same time. He he's probably still my favorite offensive player to watch.
2: So, I think he breaks it. I think he I think he breaks his record. Plus, there's another game. So that's a oh, whole yeah. other. that extra game another... does make it easier. <laughs>
1: yeah, I do look at that extra game though, and um, as more of an extra bye week for a lot of players. So we'll, we we could talk about that later or whatever, but.
2: I think everyone's going to, like, have a a fraction of their touches, their throws, their runs. Yeah, I think
0: you're going to see which uh, coaches are actually truly the better coaches this year based off of how well they manage the players.
2: Or they just run them into the dirt. What's one more game?
0: (laughs) It could be the difference between that player coming back to your team next year or not if they're a free agent.
2: Yeah. So my dark horse would then be Nick Chubb. And, again, I think I I touched on this a little bit. I think without Kareem Hunt there, he would be the rushing title winner. Yeah. Uh, But I think this year he's going to – I don't even know. Even with Kareem Hunt there, I think he's going to be a top rusher, top receiver, top blocker, top – heck, he'll throw the ball if Baker messes up. I think he's gonna. <laughs> I think he's gonna like blossom this year with, again, all the weapons there. Do so, you guys oh, want
1: to get? Do you guys want to get off the running backs? I mean, geez.
2: Well, <laughs> the thing is, is the vanilla pick is like, oh, who's your MVP and who's your runner-up? The runner-up is probably gonna get offensive player, right? It's like if you didn't have Patrick Mahomes as your MVP, you'll have Aaron Rodgers as your MVP, and then Patrick Mahomes will get offensive player of the year. Or according to the NFL, we could just give all the awards to one player and then that solves it too.
0: Though, to be fair, Cam, Cam did it by uh, with both his legs and his arm with that year. So it, for, for all I know, he had enough rushing yards to be considered offensive player of the year as a running back.
2: Yeah. So yeah, that's that's where I am. Any comments, suggestions, questions?
0: Um, I mean, really, it's, I, I I think that your uh I, I know this is gonna sound crazy. I think that your um you, your popular pick is really your bold pick, and your bold pick is really your popular pick. So
2: <laughs> Well, I think because Kareem Hunt's there he's Odell. Have that timeshare. He's not gonna be the, the Bell Cow running back.
1: Yeah. Have you have you seen the videos of Odell that have been coming out this week?
2: No, I've yeah. heard of them though. I the
0: heard- Odell videos are beautiful.
1: Oh, my goodness. That's going to open up so much room for Chubb because that that offense is going to be good.
2: Those those wide receiver tandems are only top 18 at least.
1: (laughs) I mean, the the way that Odell's looking right now, oh, if he comes back wanting to play football even a little bit, that team is going to be so scary. And Chubb's Chubb's going to get a lot of touches late game. It's all on Baker.
2: Literally fill in the blank. It's literally Baker's season to make or break him as an actual player of the NFL. Right. Yeah. There's between the wide receivers, the tight end, the running backs, the O-line, the defense as a totality. Like the only thing that you're scratching your head at is they're the Browns. So anything Mm -hmm. can happen. And Baker (laughs) Baker
0: is having a uh, has having a Super Bowl ring handed to him by the organization and saying, do you
2: do you want it bad enough? Yeah, exactly. Can you throw the ball 50% completion?
1: <laughs> so moving on, what's our next category, JML? We will
0: be going to defensive. No, no, we won't be going to defensive play of the year. Let's spice it up. Let's go with defensive rookie of the year. Oh, wow. Okay. You're changing things. Yeah, we're, we're, we're changing things. It's, it's, it's what I do. I like doing this.
2: You know, it's funny because the rookies <laughs> haven't even played yet. These both are dark horse picks. Yes, right? these are clearly both dark
0: horse picks at this point, but you know some of them are so. So yeah, from from, from that perspective, I I guess we're making two dark horse picks as opposed to yeah. uh, it's just one of them is going to be slightly more popular than the other.
2: So do I go first? Is this a snake draft order?
0: Uh we'll we'll let uh, Josh go first. Yeah, we'll let Josh uh, go yeah. first
2: here. I have so my I'll picks and reasons actually. Now I told I know I told you <laughs> earlier, like I don't, I don't know, but I actually have a. Compelling arguments here, but I'm pretty sure Josh is gonna pick at least one of these guys.
1: I don't know about that, actually. Um, my defensive rookie of the year, that we're going defensive rookie of the year. Is that what we're doing right now? Defensive yep. rookie of the year. Two picks. Just making sure. Uh my first pick is Michael Parsons.
2: That's that's my
0: okay. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's a very obvious pick.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> <can we> really- <laughs> Do we really have to like break down one? Like, I mean, we did that on the no. podcast. No, you're, so you're going to see the, the notable Cowboys, improvement in the Cowboys defense.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, just go listen to the NFC podcast. You'll hear me go on a five minute tangent he's, about He's going
2: to have Parker. 700 total anythings, like tackles, <laughs> passes defended, children yeah. he gives birth to. He's going <laughs> to have every stat that you can have in the NFL, I think, because he's going to be all over that field. That defense is literally only his. Right now. Right. So yeah. I think we're in agreement, not a dark horse.
1: Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I mean. What's up
2: with the
0: Cowboys, though? You picked the Cowboys for two categories so far now.
2: He's secretly a closet Cowboy fan. Yeah, this is a um, Giants
0: fan picking Cowboys left and right. Yeah, um, my
2: comeback player of the year is going to be Dak Prescott, right, <laughs> right Josh? <laughs> right
1: no. Uh, yeah, my MVP is Ezekiel Elliott. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely no, not. I, uh, definitely not even though like j traded away Derrick Henry after saying that Ezekiel doesn't love football, I bought Derrick Henry. Um, I think that honestly, my, I don't even think it's that dark of a horse. Uh, I, I went with JC Horn.
0: Um, uh, I, I don't think it's that big of a, I mean, let, let's be honest, all rookie of the year stuff is, is, is dark horse. So, so really we're just horse. picking our two favorites to win the award. I yeah.
2: I, I love JC Horn. I don't think Parsons is a dark horse though. It's kind of like unanimous. No, no.
0: Parsons is is probably everybody's favorite to win it right now.
2: You're right? But yeah. What's the money line on that, Josh? You usually know the gambling what,
1: stuff. Yeah, plus it. He's a plus six hundred. Yeah. Oh. So he is a uh, he is by far the heaviest favorite over there. Um, <clears throat> sorry, JC Horn is a plus seventeen hundred. In case anybody cares. Um, there's a few guys that you, there's very few you can bet on right now. It's I think it's eight in Vegas that they're giving odds to, mm-hmm. and the closest next is Michael Parsons at a plus six hundred. The next closest is a plus thirteen fifty. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's heavy favorite, but I like JC Horn too. I think JC Horn's uh, gonna get some picks. I, I, my question would be, how often do teams have to throw the ball weight in a game against that team? Who knows. In case you don't know, J. C. Horns with the Panthers. One I of the like things I really my, love I about
2: look good.
0: <laughs> one of the things I really love about that J. C. Horn pick with with guys like Brian Burns and Hassan Reddick on that line, it's going to mm-hmm. be much easier for that secondary to get turnovers. Right. So, and you, you always target the rookie first. That was going to be surprising to see uh, him get six plus interceptions.
2: That was going to be my argument for my dark horse, actually. So nice. Same so
1: thing. who's your so who's yours course? You segue us beautifully.
2: Yes, Greg Newsom.
1: Ah, oh, you stole mine.
2: Uh, I think Cleveland's <laughs> gonna have such a crazy pass run against again. Remember, their division has the worst O-line rating, I think, as a division. So people are gonna be chucking that thing up. Again, you you go for the rookie. I think he's gonna have he could hit the double digits on picks.
0: Because Ooh, that now, that's a nice bold claim right there. Double digits on picks. His odds not too often.
2: Yeah. His his odds, it doesn't happen often. To, to double digit picks does not happen often, but I think I think it's gonna come his way. And I think between Joe Burrow, like again, that's that's four games. Is it four games? Is more than four games, six games in that division with bad O lines. So uh it's a news, it a plus two thousand interceptions in. What? It's a pretty easy division to get interceptions in. Absolutely. And it's, he's a plus 2,000, Josh. So maybe we put a little bit of money on him.
1: I love it. I mean, I, I know just, we keep it family-friendly here, but some sometimes, you know, a $10 bet to pay out, two, to pay out a $200 profit margin, that's pretty good. But again, I will say, like I said on every podcast I've been on with J-Mill, if you do not have the money to lose, don't make any wagers. Yes, so. definitely listen there. And if you at and just another disclaimer, if at any point in time you've gone from ten dollars to oh my gosh, way too much money, there's there's help. Find it, you know. But uh, that being said, ten dollars to pay out two hundred—that's a that's great. I'm probably going to take it. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I feel like we're all looking at Greg Newsom now.
1: <laughs> Not necessarily as a pick, but <laughs> yeah, I mean. I'm not going to lie to you. After you know, quite a few of these, quite a few of my future picks for uh, in my accounts have come from from this podcast so far, and I you think what, I though? just I think I just added another one.
2: Plus, but if you go back to Parsons, plus six hundred for what looks like the favorite. Those are those are decent.
1: Yeah, That's yeah. Decent bet too.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, and Josh, did you go with uh, J.C. Horn or Parsons winning the award?
1: Oh sorry, I was on mute. <laughs> I said I went with Parsons. Uh, okay. That, that would be I'm crazy, but I'm not that crazy.
2: Yeah. I don't and, know. I'm gonna I'm to stick to my guy Newsome. And Zach, are you
0: going Parsons as your as your uh, second or are you going with somebody else?
2: I'm gonna go with Newsom just because Parsons has to be the number one guy. Newsom doesn't. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I am um, I am not going to be the stupid guy to not put Parsons as my number one too. <laughs> I, I, I will clarify that. However, I'm still going to give two others. Like I'm gonna, I'm letting you guys know I'm picking Parsons right now. But for but for the sake of us covering more than just four rookies, to, uh, rookies total, I will throw the names. Uh, Initially, I was going to initially I was going to st- stare away from Parsons and go with Newsom and Patrick Sertan. Um, I, I love what the which I guess I'm going a rookie cornerback too. It's funny how we all want rookie cornerback with the other one. But mm-hmm. um, I, I love the way that that Broncos defense is set up. They, they do not have the pass rush that the Panthers or the Cleveland Browns have but they have a secondary where there is no right person to throw it to. Whether you're targeting uh, Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson, Ronald Darby, or uh, Kyle Fuller, in that Fangio system, they have to attack the rookie first to find out if if he's the weak spot. Because you you know from the other's careers that they aren't the weak spot. And that line still has Von Miller. And it still has uh, Bradley Chubb if they ever find a way to if they ever find a way to both be healthy at the same time. And they still have a great linebacker core that's going to limit the amount of rushes. So even though teams will have leads on the Broncos, it's still going to be tempting uh, to pass because it's going to be difficult to actually uh, with how good they uh, they can be versus the run. Yeah. It'll be difficult to just run it out without some third, without some third and five, third and sixes in there. So that's uh, me on Patrick Sertan again. I think he's another rookie cornerback that could easily have uh, six plus interceptions this year. I'm not going to be bold enough to say the uh, the ten. Um, and if I were picking between Sertan and Newsom, I actually think that uh, New- Newsom would have an edge. But at the same time, I love me some Patrick Sertan this year. Um, for the other one, it's it's pretty. I, I, I'm. I guess it's pretty simple. Uh, I wouldn't put him above any of the names we've said, but if Jamin Davis is really cleaning up after that line that's led by, you know, Chase Young, Sweat, Payne, Allen, so on and so forth, he's gonna have so many opportunities just to get easy interceptions or easy scoop and scores because the guys in front of him are tipping the pass right to him or dropping the ball on the ground right in front of him. So his stats are probably going to be – I'm not saying that he's as talented as anyone else we've mentioned, but his stats are going to be inflated because of who he's playing
2: in behind. Thoughts? Uh, I agree. Sorry, I'm like (laughs) further from the speaker. I agree, but I think even sitting back and thinking – it doesn't matter because it's probably going to be Parsons because he yeah. is, he's going to be the one he's going to be the guy that we're we're mentioning all these corners because they have such great supporting cast that their numbers are going to be inflated because of so and so. Yeah.
0: Everyone what, we've mentioned is going to be inflated because of the team they're on whereas Parsons is literally going to be the one man show on the Cowboys defense. Exactly. So. he's going to
2: be the he's going to be the reason why everyone else's stats might be inflated. Yeah. So that's that's interesting right there. I think I think so.
0: Okay, yeah, so we're all in agreement on Parsons. I mean, I you, you have to be some sort of lunatic to not be in an agreement on it at this point. Um I I'm not willing to be that level of lunatic. I already picked Antonio Gibson for offensive to play. You're already your a lunatic. <laughs> Let us move on to one that I know is Josh's favorite comeback player of the year.
2: Zach, I mean, would you like to lead yeah. us off? Oh, I need to do Josh's favorite
1: first. $500 says it's Christian McCaffrey from Zach. Go ahead.
2: Um, actually, so, okay. It was between, there's, so there's the vanilla pick. The regular pick was between two people. And it was Christian McCaffrey. And it was Dak. Those were my two vanilla. I know I'm giving you two instead of one, but it's kind of like one's the quarterback. One's the best running back. Commit to one or the
0: other. You can't take all the picks from the rest of us.
2: I know, but I'm going to, I'll stick with CMC. Okay. Because I think as a running back, if he were to come back and put the same stats up, after like all those injuries per se. I think that's more impressive than Dak coming back and throwing up for 4,000 yards plus a game because that defense is so terrible.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, So, yeah, that's why I have Christian McCaffrey as the comeback player of the year. Uh, As a dark horse, which I don't think it's going to be a dark horse even, is Joe Burrow. I think he's going to come back. Considering
0: all the names coming back, Joe Burrow is dark horse enough.
2: Yeah, there are a lot there are quite a few of the comebacks, but I think Joe Burrow, uh, he's going to light it up. I think that's just in and of itself. I think he's going to like again. That was kind of like a grueling injury. Let's you know he's looking like he's mobile, like he was prior. So I think that would be my dark horse. Would be Joe Burrow putting up numbers simple as that. You can yell at me if you'd like now.
0: I mean, again, Joe Burrow is a dark horse one. I, I think it's really hard to pick a dark horse for this category, um, mainly because when you have guys like uh, Saquon, um, CMC, Dak, and uh, uh, even like a, an Eckler or a Bosa coming back, it would be really hard to imagine one of those five not winning. Uh, but it, you know, si- since we're going with dark horses, uh, Joe Burrow is as good of a guess as any.
2: Thank you. Plus, it's a quote unquote sophomore year. So let's see if he actually slumps.
0: Yeah. All right. So, uh, f- for me, um, I'm gonna go with the other vanilla one for my popular one. I think it's gonna be Dak Prescott. Um, I- and I get it that I put, uh, uh, and that's mainly because I don't think that they're going to give comeback player of the award, uh, year award and uh, offensive player of the year award to the same person, though, I, I guess it probably has happened before um, for the sake of not putting the person up for two different awards. And since I put up CMC's name for the, uh, for the offensive player, I'm going to put up Dak for the, uh, for the comeback player of the year award. Uh, the, the, You know, the brutality of the injury, people followed it very closely. There there was a lot of people that were, it almost felt like the NFL world stood still for a couple of minutes when the Dak injury happened, which doesn't feel the same for any of these other injuries. Um, I feel like just more people noticed it because it was one of those things where one minute you saw it happen. And if you weren't watching at that exact second, the next time you saw it, it was a blurred out image. So I think a lot of that sticking in people's heads Um, and yeah. So any form of season that looks like it's going to be a, a top 10 quarterback season from him, uh, you know, top or top five is probably going to make him a front runner just because of the uh, just because of the circumstances uh, under which the the situation happened Um, as for the dark horse um wow it, let's see uh whew. we're 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 not calling Nick bosa a dark horse, right I think,
2: I think you could say it's a dark horse in a sense of you know okay then no I, I I'll go with right. Nick, well, yeah. that there's seven eight guys, so.
1: I'd say he's a, he's a dark horse because he's a defensive player and, and, you know, people don't like okay. defense. Then I'll go with
2: Nick Bosa. I think that,
0: uh, I think it's pretty clear that when he was healthy, that uh, that 49ers defense was drastically different. And I think that that, you know, uh, to, to remain consistent with a lot of the other things I've said um, during the course of the NFC West show, uh, I, I have that Niners defense being amongst the elite in the league this year. It would be really hard to believe that the 49ers defense would be amongst the elite if Nick Bosa wasn't wreaking havoc on the opposing quarterback. So uh, I I mean, I don't think anyone's questioning if he's gonna be double digits and sack this year. Uh, it seems pretty logical. It seems like he it seems like he's uh the the videos are all good for this offseason. So yeah, I think Bosa's gonna come back strong and he's uh, my, my dark horse pick for it but I, I, I'm going with Dak overall to you Josh I mean I, you or know when you, you first comment off of what I said yeah
1: I, I do like Nick Bosa um I think Dak is just Dak and CMC I think they're both just easy um I am judging you guys a little bit for taking the easy way out on back-to-back awards yeah, you both at Micah Parsons, and then the one, two, and comeback player of the years. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna add some spice on on some later ones. Don't worry. And oh, I did you start to... off with
0: a lot of spice with
1: Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait till you get to my dark horse MVP pick. Um, I'm gonna go with my top comeback player of the year. I said it on an earlier podcast, but uh, it's Austin Eckler. I just, it's just Austin Eckler. I mean. I think that that Chargers team is supercharged.
2: Nah, uh, you're crazy. You just you hate it that much already. <laughs> that's, that's my rebuttal. <laughs> you can show me all the facts and the science, but I'm not wearing a mask on that one, man.
1: <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, my dark horse is Odell.
2: Ooh, I, I, I like
1: Odell as a dark
0: horse.
2: I, I really I like it. Odell as out of any of these picks right now. That was, I forgot he was, he was in, we were just talking about him, and I forgot he was injured. Yeah. That was good. That's a good Yeah.
1: Pick. And o, I think Odell overall is going to be my
2: pick. Yeah. Because uh, my enthusiasm,
1: not only your enthusiasm, but also I just, man, oh. how do you, if he if he's looking if he's as fast as he's looking on those treadmill videos right now, you're going to be hard pressed to find guys that can cover him.
2: You know what? I change all my picks to Odell, defensive player, offensive player.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I just really think Odell is going to come back, and I I think you know I was you know what's here. funny we 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 love your dark horse pick so much more than we like your popular pick. <laughs> That's true. Um, I really didn't want to go with Austin Eckler to be completely honest I just wanted to go F odell straight out but I didn't really have a popular pick so I just gave you two darker picks because you know and I uh, can't no go with- everyone we did not put Saquon we,
0: we gave six players and we did not put Saquon Barkley's name in this at all. I think that all shows how we feel about him.
2: He's a scrub school.
1: I mean there's an owner in a league that we're all in that I offered a very sweetheart deal to for Saquon and he he kept him um i i was so happy when he rejected my trade offer Uh, it was one of those it was a trade offer for Saquon that i made out of you know i'm a giants fan but i really didn't like the move for myself and when as soon as he rejected it and i was able to get zeke instead i was much happier
2: so you you just for the
1: record josh has owned like 15 different
0: running backs this offseason in our league. And I just want to point that out home. right so now. That's,
2: you did that out of obligation because you basically have owned them all except the guy that you quote-unquote rep.
1: Yeah, real Giants fan, John. <laughs> you
2: got all these <laughs> to win. You're uh, not picking your own homegrown over there. I, I do think I have.
1: I do think this offseason I probably bought or sold at least double-digit running backs already.
0: Yeah, I, um, I, w- I would imagine. I'm not going to take the time to go through all of them right now because, you know, uh, p- people don't want to hear uh, transactions of a fantasy roster. They they, they want to no. hear us make some really ridiculous picks, not so they can agree with well, us, so that they can uh,
1: argue against us and hate us for it. So- <laughs> no, so yeah, Odell's my guy for comeback player of the year.
2: I love the Odell pick. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think that's a fantastic pick to the point where, if we're all voting on everyone's picks. That's up there at number – at least number two. Yeah. Well, uh, definitely. I mean, uh, to yeah. the point where I don't even think it's a dark – it's so dark horse because of the fact that we weren't thinking about it.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he's an afterthought right now. I mean, that's how bad he was last year, though. And Yeah. You know, the injury wasn't gruesome. You know, it wasn't like an, oh, gosh, I feel like I'm going to vomit after seeing it.
2: Yeah, but you think, you think of a player of his caliber and what he does – and his mm-hmm. explosiveness, any injury, it could be right. like, again, turf toe, hangnail, you know, sun in his eyes. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. So we all love that. We're going to come back to me. Now uh, we are going to go with offensive player, uh, offensive rookie of the year.
2: Oh, he keeps switching directions on me.
0: <laughs> um, I know everyone who knows me is probably expecting me to say Najee Harris for my favorite right now. I hate it. And I'm not (laughs) going to say Najee Harris. As a matter of fact, everyone who knows me is going to be shocked when I say what I'm about (laughs) to say. My offensive rookie of the year uh, popular pick is Jamar Chase. I was going to say Brett Favre. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I've again, I, I'm not giving the Bengals a pass for what they did. I've just realized over the course of the last week or so that I have been very wrong about where the Bengals are going to finish at, at, overall in the standings, overall with the dynamicness of that offense. I think that there's a very good chance that that offense has 4,000-yard uh, players on it, uh, which, again, I know is in- insane to even think about. But uh, honestly, yeah.
2: You're welcome for that enlightenment,
0: John. Yeah, well, you know, part of it was (laughs) uh, part of it was. But I I think I had some conversations with Josh. I know I had some conversations with and I know I had some conversations with you, even Dave. And I've come to realize that, uh, you know, uh, Jamar Chase is probably uh, is probably the offensive player, uh, offensive rookie of of the year. Uh, And I know, again, it's surprising that I'm not going Kyle Pitts here. Uh, I know it's surprising I'm not going Najee Harris here. I'm probably going to regret not going Kyle Pitts here, uh, somewhere no, in the back of that. my mind. But no, at that. the same time, I am, I am going to pick a pick that it, it at least feels dark horse for me. Though I know it's a popular pick, uh, Jamar Chase as offensive rookie of the year, and my dark horse is actually going to be the one I have in the bet versus Easton. With I'm going to call Jalen Waddle uh, for the offensive rookie of the year. I think that what the, I think the, the packages that, um, I don't, I don't think you take a player like Waddle unless you have in mind what you're going to do with Waddle. And I could really see him being a great gadget player and deep threat for the dolphins, uh, the connection with Tua already there. And, um, yeah, no, I, I think that Flores is going to do a a great job with him in the Miami offense. And I think that Jamar Chase is going to, is a much bigger name than Waddle. So it it would be absolutely insane that I would pick Waddle to win uh, offensive rookie of the year over him. But with that said, I think Waddle's going to have a better season. Jalen Waddle, offensive player of the year, offensive rookie of the year.
2: 2000 uh,
1: I don't hate it. Uh, I really don't hate it at all. You're not went right, but out. I don't hate it. Y- yeah, he Fair went enough. two wide receivers. Yeah, I don't hate it,
0: saying. but... Okay. So, j me or Zach? Uh,
1: next is you. All right, so... Uh... Again, I'm going to stick away from going with a true popular vote because that's boring and nobody listens to a podcast to be bored. You, you know
0: what? The only reason why I went with Jamar Chase, despite the fact that he was popular, is because I know that I've hated on him plenty this show up to this point in time. So so it's more for the wow effect. Of, you get what I'm saying? Right.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, My uh. <clears throat> my – so my first pick, because I'm not going to say one's popular, one's Dark Horse, the most of Dark Horse. My first pick is a guy that I really believe in. And I've already said this to everybody that's listened and to the podcast listeners that have heard it before. I'm going Zach Wilson. I I just, you know, watching him play at BYU. And I, I'm a big fan of Denzel Mims. I wish there was an award I can give to Denzel Mims. Maybe maybe just coolest guy in the league award. <laughs> um So I'm going to go with Zach Wilson. I think he's got that dynamic run style that's going to be needed. He's kind of – yeah, I'm going to go ahead and make a bold statement that he's just a better Kyler Murray. Wow. So he's going to be fun, and he's in a huge market. And then I'm going to stay right there in New York or East Rutherford, New Jersey, if you will, and I'm going to go with Tooney as my other one. The Giants clearly love them. I think uh when you look at the stats, ninety percent of the New York Giants offensive passes, or not ninety percent, sorry, one hundred and thirty-four of the Giants catches last year have been vacated by players that are no longer on the team. That's a lot of catches to try to make up. I think Kenny Galladay is gonna take the deep routes and Tooney, who's you know, he's kind of an under underneath specialist, is gonna do just fine there. He had seventy. This is this is what I want to point out. People forget that last year the SEC decided that they're going to play late, and the SEC just played other SEC teams. So we have to say that's basically the minor league NFL at this point, right? Against the NFL minor league teams, Tooney had seventy catches for nine hundred and eighty-four yards and ten touchdowns. He also had nineteen rushing attempts for one hundred and seventy-one rushing yards. Yeah, he's. He's got that next level talent. As a Giants fan, I was confused. Um, I thought Galladay Shepard were gonna be a good one to punch. But it it appears that Joe Judge is gonna go with Galladay, Tooney, Shepherd. And um I just think that team is gonna be a lo- very improved and having Saquon back is gonna help out moderately. The offensive line got better this year. I'm just I'm just gonna go with it. Have to have one homer pick, right? Yeah. Um,
0: I, I, I think your home run pick is definitely a home run pick. Uh, I don't think that your. um, I don't think that your Zach Wilson pick. Uh, like, w- w- why do you think he's going to beat Trevor Lawrence? Like, cause obviously you went quarterback. So you, 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 so oh, you, you want to hear a hot take? Trevor Lawrence.
1: You want to hear a hot take JMO? Okay. I'm going to give you a real hot take for your podcast. Trevor Lawrence is soft. Okay. Trevor Trevor Lawrence is mentally fragile. You saw it when he was losing against Ohio state. And he's now on a team that's not going to be winning a lot. They're good, but they're, they're they're not going to win. Like they're not going to win a crazy number of games. He's going to have to learn how to lose for the first time in his life. The kid's shoulder was junked by Ohio state. And if you're going to get beat up and Beat up the way he did against an Ohio State defense that was good, but not NFL quality. What's going to happen the first time you go up against a full-grown man like a Chase Young that's got nothing else on his mind but just drilling you in that arm? You know, so you let, know let's let's see how the surgery holds up. People I forget. am
0: just an irrational Jets fan that is not used to good things happening, so I will yeah. I will bite my tongue on on Zach Wilson being offensive a rookie of the year for you. But uh, and no I and right. I will hope that you are right. Like I well, want I you to be right, right so bad here.
1: I think people forget that um, this off season, like this one that we just went through, Trevor Lawrence had to have that throwing arm surgically repaired already. That's fair.
2: That I, is I, fair I, because I, he's he's clearly like the favorite. He's got you know great, great, great weapons. Pretty decent line. Great run game. You know, there's all these little things that, you know, and, you know, the Jaguars historically haven't been as terrible as an organization as the Jets have been, but the Jaguars are also like four years old compared to the Jets being 400. So <laughs> that's why I think Trevor Lawrence is the odds-on favorite. But you're right, you know, you got a surgery on your right arm, on your, your you got a surgery already, you know? Yeah. So it's you're going in a little bit dark horse on the guy who's right now favorited to win it all. Um, he was, you know, I thought he was the vanilla pick, so I didn't want to go with him with mine. Um, it actually
0: sounds like none of us wanted to go with him <laughs> despite the fact that,
2: uh, everyone he, is well. You like, like, like Josh said, like, this has got to be a little more spicy than pick the guy who was the number one overall pick. You know, my, I mean, he's there. He's on the list for me if you're going to put him, like, one, two, and three. Jamar Chase was on there for me, too, um, so I'm not going to repeat. But, you know, I think what's hard is a lot of these are quarterbacks, right? So my two are quarterbacks, and it's basically 1A and 1B, and it's just who's going to play more games um, I, and, and what weapons are given. So my number one, who is less of a dark horse, would be Justin Fields.
0: I love Justin Fields as a pick. As a matter of fact, if I knew he was definitely going to be playing this year, I would have put him on my list. My my yep. big problem is it sounds like the Bears aren't going to be starting him until, exactly. season, until he's ready.
2: So I think if Justin afraid, Fields starts or plays at least 10 of the games, Uh, he's got less weapons around him than my dark horse pick, who again, I think is in a similar situation. So I think if he's able to make moves, make numbers happen, I think they'll see like, oh, he's got a little less to work with in a, again, in a division, you got the Vikings, the Packers, and who knows the Lions might win four games, but, um, (laughs) But you're in that division, right? So you already have two uphill battles. I think if he surprises us with only having Allen, really Allen Robinson is his main weapon, who is proven commodity. Everyone else has flashes. <clears throat> you know, you got Montgomery, who's flashing. You have, I think we discussed, is it um, – who's the number two wide receiver again? We talked about it. Darnall Mooney. Darnell no, Mooney, right? I didn't want to say Mooney. You know, he showed flashes. You've seen guys show flashes. But- I like Mooney. <clears throat> no I'm, I, I'm not saying anything wrong i'm just saying the only proven yeah. commodity right if you're going to put your money in gold alan robinson is the only guy yeah yeah so i think justin Fields would edge out my dark horse who is uh i'm about to name i think he would edge him out if they played the same amount of games just because of the talent around him. and my dark horse would be trey lance
0: uh, see i wasn't sure whether you were going mac jones or trey lance there just like the 49ers, but, you know.
2: I think Mac Jones actually doesn't play this year. I think because Bill Belichick's a patient guy, Cam Newton has an offseason, you know, there's going to be some – I think there's going to be enough rhythm for Cam Newton that he plays 10 games at least. Uh, I don't think Mac Jones will have the stats for it, but I think Trey Lance could end up starting is, is the half rumor, right? But even then, between – Jimmy Garoppolo's track record of playing and of injury. I think they're going to make a splash, and he might be in. I think with Jimmy Garoppolo's
0: injury history, Trey Lance will be seen at some point in time. I don't know if he's ever going to be given the start if Jimmy G's not injured this year. Um, I, I think there's
2: a chance that game six, even not injured, they might lose three out of the six or three out of, you know, they want to spice it up. I think he's going in.
1: Zach, I hate that pick more than I hate any pick you've made today. Why? Trey Lance has 17 games started between high school and college combined. He has less than two, He has 200 total passing attempts in high school and college.
2: Yes, but he might not have, quote-unquote, the track record, but he has Ayuk, Debo Samuel, a crazy backfield. And My biggest learning.
0: problem is I don't think that team is going to lose with Jimmy G in front of it as long as the rest of it's healthy. So I don't I think, think there will ever lose, be a reason that bench. What Jimmy I'm saying G.
2: then is, if they lose, it's because it'll probably be because of Jimmy G. We're not even we haven't even mentioned Kittle yet. So he, here's Trey here's Lance a name. Plays. Here's he a name I'm going to give you. Them.
1: I'm going to give you this name and say that this is the same level of uh, draft of, in draft bust as Trey Lance, Ryan Leaf. Wow. Well, Trey Lance wasn't one overall. No, he wasn't. Uh, I mean, I think that, you know, a couple of years from now, we'll be watching, you know, Ryan uh, Trey Lance go play for, like, the Edmonton Eskimos up in the CFL, and we'll all be having a good time, you know, because who doesn't love some spring football up in Canada? But, uh, by the way, that's the only thing I like about Canada is that they do football in the offseason. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know. I just he's on
2: my dark for a reason. I think he's got the weapon, so if he shows up, he could take it.
1: I I could just be bitter because I wanted to go with Justin Fields, but I couldn't find a way to actually go with Justin Fields. So then you went ahead and had the
2: uh, the
1: fortitude to do it.
2: Well, so. it was a mix of why not, and you guys took everyone else. So.
0: Uh, you could, you could have gone Kyle Pitts. We left him open. I actually,
2: I was my dark, my my initial dark horse before like jumping in to the show. Initially was going to be Najee Harris because I don't think he's going to have a good season, and I think that O line is now down to one initial starter. Um, so for him to do, if he has a good offensive season, it's all because of him.
0: I was all prepared to go to, uh, to Najee Harris until the crap happened this week with the at offensive line. So,
2: so all right, look, we should keep this moving. Yes, we should. Let us go with coach of the year. Josh, lead us off. Mueller. Mueller. Do you hear about, sorry, do you hear, I, I pause for dramatic
1: effect for how little I care about this category. Uh, coach of the year is going to be moving on the coach of the year is going to be uh my honor yeah we'll
0: just go with one coach of the year of of, a piece because you're right uh i i never agree with who wins coach of the year anyway for the most part
2: so
1: no it's just it's so random in the nfl yeah it's so random my coach of the year is going to be joe judge because i really just joe judge from the new york giants because i really hate I really hate this award. So I'm going to say Joe Judge and pass on to Zach or JMO. Ooh. Zach, go.
2: Um, let's be fun with it. I'm going to say John Rooted somehow has <laughs> successfully winning record with <laughs> the Las Vegas uh turdsicles. And uh, that's my dark horse pick.
1: Man, okay, I, I'm upset because you made a funny joke. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so... I, I think guys, I know who John's going to be. What of you protested
0: by picking your, your team's coach? The other one protested by picking a coach who will probably never win. I'm going to protest by saying, I know they never give the award to the same person back-to-back years, so I'm going to give it to, to Stefanski. So,
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to pick
0: Bill O'Brien. All
2: honesty, in all honesty, though, I think Shanahan has it. If his team is healthy, but something's up with that water or that turf or the training staff, or someone's like shooting people up with poison because everyone's hurt all the time. But I yeah, think no, they're, they're, they're there's it.
0: something weird going on of that, with that training uh, group and whatnot. Like, I'm not 100% sure that the 49ers are going to be healthy this year either. Um, I mean, Shanahan's as good of a guess as any. You, you guys are right. This is just purely guessing. This is for, for all we know, this could be uh, Urban Meyer or Robert Sal.
2: Um, I had him as my dark horse initially before we decided to go off the rails.
1: <laughs> I, I just think Coach of the Year is just... It's such a crap shoot. I mean, guys that should win it never do. Guys that shouldn't win it somehow are the guy they pick. It just doesn't make sense to me. Honestly, I wanted McDermott to win it back-to-back last uh, uh, this past season.
0: I thought McDermott well, deserved it. But, you know, Stefanski won instead. Blah, but, blah, blah. It,
1: but for the interest of the podcast and giving a real pick, I'm going to say Mike McCarthy. What was that? Because it's a podcast and I want to respect uh, respect it, I'm going to go ahead and say Mike McCarthy. Oh Mike God. McCarthy.
0: Okay. There's
1: I a hot think
0: take. The are better for Gruden than McCarthy. I think uh, McCarthy. See, see, now, I, now, I just feel like I, 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 I can't say Stefanski. What, well, what the heck? I'm going to go Urban Meyer, despite the fact that I, <laughs> that I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's clueless. All right. So what's the next award? Okay, the next award will be Friends, Defensive June. Player of the Year. Go, Zach. Who? Oh. Defensive Player of the Year. Oh.
2: Um, I. I think they're both – I don't know if they're dark horses or not. It depends how you look at it. But I think they're 1A, 1B, but they both have the potential to be dark horses. Uh, Chase Young. And I think Nick Bosa not only comes back – you guys were saying comeback player of the year. But I think uh, defensive player of the year. And that's why I think it's a dark horse because he's coming back from injury. But – and you Chase know, Young. I'll
0: give both of them to you. I, I think Chase Young is a little dark horse because that defense is so stacked that, that I think that uh, he's going to have votes taken away based on the fact that he plays on the same line as, you know, Sweatpain and Allen. Yeah, um, but
2: so, so, does, so does yours, sir. So does your initial. I know who your defensive player of the year is because you told me, but...
0: Yeah, think... yeah, but... <laughs> To be fair, you know Garrett only has one other. Uh, no, he has he has three guys. He has two guys on the line with him. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I don't. I, 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 think I, I Nick, Nick Bosa
2: doesn't have clubs around him, and everyone on my list was like, you know what? They have seventeen other people. No, which is
0: very fair. And many yeah. times you need that other person to do it anyway. Like, h- how many times has yeah. somebody won Defensive Player of the Year being the only stud on their defense? Aaron Donald. Uh, Aaron Donald has Jalen Ramsey and Leonard Floyd on the defense, and last that... year he had he had John Johnson, Troy Hill. Also, he had a stacked secondary.
2: Yeah, but he also garnered triple coverage every game. I think that's what made him the Defensive Player of the Year over T.J. Watt. That. I
0: think that TJ Watt deserved it over Aaron Donald.
2: Uh, I mean, I'm a Steelers fan. I wouldn't argue with you, but because he was also so young and doing it with no real coordinator, which is my stance on that team. But I think Aaron Donald's always double and triple covered for him to even get any stats just kind of shows what kind of monster.
0: Yeah, but Aaron Donald didn't have the stats with the league leaders. He had the stats no, just below didn't. the league leaders.
2: No, I know. Oh, I know. I think T.J. Watt had the stats. To,
0: to pre- yeah, I think stat- Watt had both the stats and the presence. And Donald had a better presence than Watt, but he didn't. But it wasn't enough to make up uh, the amount of stats he finished behind. But, you know, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, either way, I mean, Nick Bosa, Chase Young, I'm, I'm not going to argue with either one of those picks. It's. They do come from stacked defenses, but everyone comes from
1: a stacked defense who has a chance of winning. Uh, any thoughts, Josh? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't hate it. Um, Is it my turn? Oh,
0: no, it is uh, my my turn on this one. Uh, I've made it clear a couple of times that I'm going Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, For me, it's not close. Um, And I know that just sounds really weird. Uh, This is the... If if I had to, like, say, this is my big pick for the show, this is the one I feel the most confident about out of everything I've said tonight. So miles Garrett, defensive player of the year. I, I've broken it down in other shows. Why? So j- just quick reminders. Um, he he's got people on the line with him now, jadevian Clowney, Tack McKinney, so on and so forth. Uh, he has the, uh, the brutal secondary and behind him, uh, you know, Ward Newsom, Johnson Hill, etc. Uh, it's, uh, and he even has a linebacker that can clean up well and behind him, too, in uh, in rookie joke. So uh, for my other one, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, I, I consider this guy a dark horse um, because he's on a team with Nick Bosa. But I, I think that if he wasn't on a team with Nick Bosa, he wouldn't be considered a dark horse. I actually think Fred Warner has a shot at defensive player of the year. Uh, he finally got when it takes a little while for you to brand yourself as a defensive player, not everyone comes into the league like like uh, like Chase Young, but Fred Warner finally made a, a pro Bowl last year. Uh, and he was also uh, I think he was a second team all pro. Um, you know what? I'm pretty sure that's a yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a true statement. Uh, with the recognition he finally started to get last year. And with the chance that there is a potential, you know, uh, we never know if Bose is going to come back 100%. So uh, give me some Fred Warner uh, from the San Francisco 49ers defense. Thoughts?
2: I don't, I mean, I don't hate it. He showed last year on his own how well he is. and Yeah. I think he, he really uh,
0: showed up last year. So I think
2: his coverage is great. I think his aggressiveness is great. I think him is – like I mean everyone on that team is a leader for the most part. Mm-hmm. I am curious to see with again if uh, it's, it feels like the COVID year was an added year. But if I'm wrong, correct me. That defensive coordinator is no longer there. The guy who- correct,
0: but the linebackers coach has been moved up to be the defensive coordinator. Ooh,
2: okay, so there you go. Then, then that's that could be a solid. That could either help or hurt your case. I think in either direction, but either way, there's consistency there, which helps with his talent. Yeah. Thoughts, Josh?
1: No, I, I don't hate it. Um, <clears throat> I I like, you know, I like Warner a lot more. If it doesn't come back to what he used to be, I think that you know it's it's good. I mean. Nothing I can really say negative about your picks. I think they were both solid picks. Oh, thanks. Uh, what are your picks? I'm going Chase Young. Uh, I'm not taking So you see how earlier in the uh, podcast I went ahead and I took multiple dark horse picks for some categories. It's because I'm not giving you one for this category. Okay. Um, I, I think Chase Young is outstanding. We've weighed the case on multiple podcasts for that Washington defense. Yeah. Uh, the same way, and you could say, I know what you're going to say, but what about Sweat and all the other guys? Michael Strahan had Justin Tuck and JPP and still won Defensive Player of the Year. Somebody's got to mop it up. You know, and <laughs> with uh, that Washington... aren't you a little concerned that
0: Young might be the one forcing the fumble and Sweat might be the one returning the fumble for a
1: touchdown, though? Sure. But fumble, you know, that's still getting them credit for a turnover. Okay. That's fair. And he's just going to rip somebody apart this year, which is going to be fantastic television (laughs) for me to watch. Um, I think we
0: talked about it before how, uh, how this Washington team should set the record for most players injured in the season.
1: Oh yeah. He's going intentionally. Yeah. He's going to unintentionally break somebody in half and I can't wait to see it. Um, and my my other pick is the 2020 defensive player of the year with TJ Watt. I know he didn't win the award, but he should have. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it to him in 2021 because he should have had it in 2020. The guy's yeah. a freak, the guy's a freaking nature. I mean he's so good and so talented and physically just abnormally like a freak of nature with the IQ of a Peyton Manning to go with it.
2: Yeah, well, you know what's even crazier to me is that he he's in the league now. This is going to be his third year, fourth year? Fourth year. Fourth year. Hope it doesn't count. Third year. Uh, <laughs> um, i It's just cool for me to see that this guy is this good, this young, this early. Oh,
1: yeah. Better oh, than his
2: brother. And his Ooh. brother's on it. A- and his brother's technically on his way out. What is two
1: more years? Yeah, I, I think if you look at TJ though, what I think he has that is so rare to find in a defensive player with his caliber physically is he has all the football IQ to go with it. Yeah, yeah, no, he might. It's not just whole TJ, snap. might be the smartest player in the league. You can find so many YouTube videos, and if you're really bored when after you're done listening to this, not before you're done listening but after go on YouTube and watch some of the videos of TJ watt calling the offensive plays. He, he, he's just calling them. It, there's, I think the account was 18 times last year. He was picked up on hot mic calling the offensive play out before it happened because he spent wow. so much, he spent so much time in the film room and he's such a gym rat that, you know, his physical ability does match his mental ability. And I think so. I want to give him credit for that. Also, you know, my wife has a crush on T.J. Watt. So you know, what's
2: you know what's funny is that when you read that that draft that year, uh, he's he was their pick. I think number one is their first pick, and mm. the analytics on him were like smaller than his brother. Uh, a bit of a reach for Pittsburgh. Bah, 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 bah. They were like really negative reviews. They're like he's talented.
0: The review said he was getting by on his last name,
2: exactly. And then his first year in, he didn't play every snap and everything. But every time he's on the field, you're like, whoa, he's he's pretty good. Let's see what happens. And the next year, it's like explodes on the scene, and you're like, okay, you know, people are idiots.
0: <laughs> you know, that's basically yeah. it. People are idiots. Honestly, it, I I hope Watt wins it. it yeah, he, he's on my he list. I, mean, last I went year. with
2: more of the 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 dark horse in. Again, you could throw Nick Bosa, Young, Watt in a blender. Doesn't matter which. It's like a lottery pick for. I think who we're all going for, except for John John Miller over there is adding in Garrett, which is also not a bad pick. <laughs>
0: I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise – I know I said I didn't think it was close, uh, but, you know, Ch- Chase Young, TJ Watt, Nick Bosa, uh, even Aaron Donald again, it, it just wouldn't surprise me if, if any of those guys won it.
2: And if you think about it, we don't talk about the other Bosa, Joey. I mean, if he comes back healthy on that Chargers team and he's got the name, it'll be interesting. Yeah, no, that
0: Chargers defense has a chance to be really special. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just worth throwing out the names, Joey Bosa and uh, uh, Derwin James. I, I know that, uh, I mean, we're, we're not going to spend forever on this because we need to get to the MVP. But, uh, you know, those, those are other names you could see floating around at some point in time. And obviously, we'll, we'll do this show again probably midseason uh, to, uh, to, to correct some of what we've done during this show.
1: I appreciate that. You know, I think at midseasons, you know, Zach and I will be looking pretty okay on some of these picks and looking like real dummies on others. Yeah. Oh no, there's no corrections
2: here. All my picks are ironclad. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking
0: about. <laughs> well, if all the picks are ironclad. Let Let's get kick it off with MVP. I'm gonna go with the most vanilla of all picks to lead off my MVP. <laughs> I'm gonna say my uh
1: my popular pick is Patrick Mahomes. Thank you guys for listening to the last episode of uh JMO for real podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my, my hot take is going to be worth it though.
0: So it, it's, it's going to be incredibly stupid, but it's going to be, it's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to cancel out how stupid the other way to Mahomes one is. I mean, really, he's saying the right things with the whole, the only record I'm concerned about is going 20 and O uh, and I, I I get that there's still no wide receiver two there yet, but at the same time, it's, I mean, he is every, every list that you look at when they rank the top players, they, they put Aaron Donald one and Patrick Mahomes two. There, there's, there is a reason for that. Whether you like them or whether you don't like them that they are. If, if uh, the NFL was having a draft uh, with clear rosters right now, they probably are the first two picks gone. Um, so it, and I, I know it's boring and everything, but, uh, yeah, I'm going Pat Mahomes MVP, my dark horse. Uh, I've given some thought to this. Uh, we all said that, uh, a few times that, uh, Baker has been handed a team he can win with. I'm, I'm going to play the what if scenario. The Browns are in the, AFC title game, they just knocked the uh, Buffalo Bills out of the playoffs, and they're about to play the Chiefs. The awards are coming out now, and um, yeah, right? Because uh, the awards come out right before the championship games, right? Or was it right after?
2: Uh, your guess is as good as mine. I just Google it when it happens. and Yeah, I uh, so uh,
0: I, I'm going to say uh, – Call me a believer. Uh Odell back. That that the run game takes all the pressure off. Dark horse pick, Baker Mayfield, league MVP.
2: And there you have it, folks. <laughs> the last time Jonathan Miller was taken seriously. Good night. <laughs> so, I'm not
1: gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a little upset. Um, I, I did definitely have Baker on my board. Really? I, I did. I do like Baker here. I think, like you said, they've Asked, they've handed him a Super Bowl ring and now it's just up to him to open the box
2: I I, I think he takes it isn't that terrible though <laughs> that they hand him a Super Bowl ring and all he has to do is open the box like like but, you know if he's in that spot expectation to where he's of the guy to is work. that he might
1: not open this box he uh, my reason for him might not be uh, the reason I say he might not open the box it's Cleveland yeah, that, that's really it. It's Cleveland. I mean, just what was it two years ago? We were all watching a Monday night football game where people in Cleveland were freaking out because they got free beer because they finally got a win for the first time in almost <laughs> two years. You know, so I, I have a hard time saying that Cleveland's for sure winning the title. But man, and also, by the way, I'll tell you who the Super Bowl MVP is in a few minutes, but um, I think Baker's Baker's a good pick. He's right up there. Pretty much, but I think he's in a situation where half the quarterbacks in the league can win, a, win at least yeah. in a, at least
2: 20 in a... games. Yeah. And I think half put the... any quarterback on that team. That's what I'm saying is like, you put any quarterback on the team, we're not, we're not questioning if, if yeah. he opens the he, box. He,
0: he, mean, here's the thing, though. It's the NFL wants Baker Mayfield's name to be successful like we we've seen it we we've he's in way too many commercials for his level of talent he's in way too many conversations for his level of talent so part of this is there are plenty of sports writers who said really great things about him that just want to be right that the minute they get any opportunity to vote it doesn't matter if he's the best they're going to vote for him because at the very least he's in the AFC title game or the Super Bowl. Like that's, that's kind of part of my logic. I don't think that Baker Mayfield is statistically going to put up the best year out of any quarterback this year. I just think that it's one of those things where there's plenty of people that want to finally be right about him and they'll, they will take any chance that they get to, uh, to vote for him. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. And I also think Baker is that perfect example. Um, that if you were your league champion last year in a snake draft format where you're going back to back, I don't think Baker's a terrible pick with your second with that second first round pick. You get there, you know, I, I think his his stats are going to be very good. And then I think he's just, he's got it. You watch the kid in college. He's he's got that swag. He's got like that it factor that you're looking for out of an NFL leader. Oh, and by MVP. the way, I am
0: picking my homes for my uh, MVP over, over Baker. Like I'm not, I, I need to
1: make that clear. It's, I, I mean, know that's cool. I everything. don't think What? That's cool. I don't have my home. I said, that's cool. I don't have Mahomes finishing top five in the MVP MVP race. Okay. Well, that's more on you than it's on me, but you know, <laughs> all
2: right. So I'm not gonna uh, get Josh. You were up Josh, though. but Josh, Josh, do you go or do I go?
1: Josh goes. All right. I, I can tell you that I'm not taking one of Zach's picks. So he he can rest easy for a few minutes.
2: I guarantee you're probably taking one of my picks. Let's hear him. Let's hear your one and two. So my MVP
1: pick, I did say it there in the AFC West podcast. I, I am going Justin Herbert because if he's not the MVP, he's Offensive Player of the Year, and then I at least get to say I was fifty percent right. Yeah. Um. So, you know, and maybe maybe he wins them both, and then I can play back this podcast for everybody to listen to for all time as my one bright shining moment <laughs> um i just love justin this year um but here you go here is my super bowl mvp in uh I'll tell Wait, you. super bowl mvp it's nf it's super bowl and regular season mvp is going to be the same guy okay so i'm going way too early super bowl pick here for you too From. um <clears throat> For the first time since 1986, we're going to see a defensive player win the MVP award. Never has a defensive player won the MVP and won Super Bowl MVP. In fact, no defensive player has ever won MVP and a Super Bowl in the same season. But um, I'm going Chase Young. I'm going to say that Chase Young is going to win the MVP award and the uh, defense player of the year and Super Bowl MVP.
2: So Chase Young wins all the awards with Odell. Essentially. Yep. Yes. That's
1: Chase fair. Young and o- Chase Young and Odell Beckham Jr. win everything. Oh, okay. Folks.
0: You know what? I'm on board. You you know, you know, you lost me at first, but Chase Young and Odell winning everything. I, I believe it. I honestly I, I,
1: it would be pretty awesome if it did happen. I really think um it's about high time we see a defensive player win this award. The week has the the league does have to wake up to the understanding that defensive players are actually the real key components to winning a title offensive play you, you take most of these top end quarterbacks and you swap them out with a 50 50 quarterback and you're getting pretty similar results you take one of these defensive superstars off of their team which is supposed to be what an mvp is right the most valuable player to your team you take one of these defensive studs off of their team and all, their team's going to tank but my um, biggest
0: question is do you really think they'll give it to chase young before they'll give it to aaron donald
1: Excuse me. I think with the season that we're about to see, Young put up, they're not going to have a choice. <laughs> um, I well, you I know, really... I, I've said more than once that I think this is a historic
0: Washington defense. So I, I'm I'm not going to argue you. Like I I, I think it's crazy, but I... but I like this crazy.
1: This pains me to say because I'm a Giants fan. Um, this year Michael Strahan will lose his single season sack record.
2: You're you the least giant fan giant fan I've ever met.
1: <laughs> right? It, it's
2: all red. It's
1: all mean. Washington and Cowboys this episode. Oh no.
2: And I mean, Odell he's... who left you guys? What?
1: <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest, the Giants aren't that good this year.
2: And uh, you didn't even take watches. the
1: chance to stick up for Saquon Barkley either. <laughs> uh, because I have to be realistic about my team and uh they're they're, they're good. They'll be second place, but there's not like I did pick them to have the offensive rookie of the year. Um, yeah, but that no, was just kind of a token <laughs> move. So you could quote unquote, still prove you were a Giants fan. I think Chase Young will have, will set the season single sack record. I also think Chase Young will have double digit takeaways.
0: Okay. So let's, uh, l- l- let's just go here real quick. So you said you want to see Chase Young break someone in half. What yep. if it turns out to be Daniel
1: Jones? I mean, I don't like Daniel Jones. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> Folks, you are hearing this from the Giants
1: fan right here
0: that he wants um, Chase Young to break Daniel Jones in half. <laughs> I would have given
1: anything for the Giants not to have taken Daniel Jones when they did. And uh, I think this year, real early draft, hack, uh, draft pick, I, I don't think I would be exaggerating if I told you that I was very emotionally distraught when I came to the realization that Justin Fields was not going to be drafted to the New York Giants.
2: And you're not a Giants fan anyway, so it doesn't even <laughs> really <happen. laughs> I matter. Mean, uh, you, you want half your team to get exploded on. I mean, like, what at what point are you just, like, at what point are you actually a fan, Josh? Like, this is the hot take, really. Like, forget all these <laughs> um, um, I give you my pick? Um, wait, hold on. I want to clarify. I do,
1: I do have an – I have my favorite MLB team tattooed on my arm. I have my favorite college teams tattooed on my other arm. But
2: not, not I, your I do not have, team.
1: I do not have a New York Giants tattoo. Yeah, because you're
0: not- <laughs> uh, he's a closet Washington
1: football team fan.
2: He's a they, closet Jaguars fan. We know it.
1: If they could get a team name, maybe. <laughs>
2: they could get a team name, you'd consider switching. Well, I'm going to give you my one and twos because. Okay on time here my number one would be if we're not going vanilla Mahomes, Mahomes, I'm going Josh Allen I think with Stefan Diggs more Great weapons pack. around him I think just overall as long as they're healthy I think they just smack their division I think it's going to be very fun to watch him another year under his belt throwing better running better again more weapons I think it's going to be his season um, for MVP I don't know how far they go though when it comes down to playoffs um, I know it's not too, thank God it's not too vanilla of a pick, but I know he's like probably ranked third right now. And then my dark horse of dark horses in all of these picks, the darkest of horses. Wait, you're
0: saying the darkest of horses when we've already said Baker Mayfield and Chase. Young. Yes. yes.
2: Wow. Carson. Oh, I'm West. excited. Carson Wentz was literally one of my options for every one of these categories, but I didn't want to double the dip. He could be comeback player, offensive player, and MVP this year. Heck, if he was a rookie, he should be a rookie after the three seasons he's at off. I think he's <laughs> you know, he you know, guns ablazing with that O-line. He actually has, doesn't have to run for his life for the first time in so long.
1: I'm going to tell you one reason why I actually love your Carson Wentz pick. Michael Pittman Jr.
0: I can give him a lot of reasons why I like his, Mike, uh, his Carson yeah, Wentz I was gonna say He'll a, always be playing there's... with the lead. He'll, he has a running game to close it out in the end. And he has and, – and honestly, yeah, you said it right there, Michael Pittman Jr., like Carson Wentz is not a crazy
2: pick. No, but I think it's the fact that his name hasn't been mentioned since his first, second year in the league that we just think he's basically – robert griffin the third at this point it like, is why? very why?
0: hard for a player like carson wentz to win it because people aren't actively rooting for him uh it, at, it's, it's hard for a player on. who didn't win it early to to win it later in their career so he I, was.
1: what was that i don't hit, i don't Can hate you? Wentz's mvp
0: oh no I, I actually like it too i just think that popularity wise he might not have enough of a um I think he's going to have to put up a special season numbers wise. Does that make I, sense? I, I think, think he will. I think he will have
2: astronomical season. First of all. I think he might be the best quarterback. I think my biggest hot take is that he's going to outdo everyone's passing.
1: I think with his Good. story too, that helps. I mean, there are a lot of people that think he was done dirty by Philly. I, I'll be in that category. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, there's, there's a large number of us football fans, right? Like, all of us, I think, on this podcast, are suckers for a good story. And Carson Wentz's comeback revival type story here—you know, guy guy loses his job to Nick Foles, then he loses his job to Hurts. Like, I, I really do think that this is going to be good for him. And um, yeah. obviously, we're not—I'm not—you know—we're not the only ones. T.Y. Hilton took a pay cut this day. Yeah. No, I. I...
0: Uh, honestly, Zach, I, I love the pick.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I think you have to look deep onto how he couldn't win it. Like, like we said, T.Y. Hilton is like fifth best player right now because of his age. Right. You know, that defense is is good. He's in a division where he's, you know, there it's going to be battling for first with the Titans. I think if they put a show against that conference and that division, I, I think they uh
0: and actually, coming off of a season where the Colts defense was uh, had a lot of highlights, I'm sure yeah. that they have a lot of prime time games
2: this year. Yeah, and they weren't bad last year, just with Philip Rivers slinging the ball. So it should be it should be interesting. To have, so I just want to see once behind an offensive line if he was that good running for his life during a game and after the game because Philly fans are nuts. Uh, I'm curious to see what he could do behind the line
0: like all right
2: it's there cool.
0: there is one final question I want to lay out before we wrap this up if aaron let's let's pretend for a moment that aaron rodgers is the quarterback of the green bay packers from from week 1 do you move aaron rodgers into your mvp or your offensive player of the year consideration
1: no
2: i it's it's up there because it depends if he comes back with his revenge tour or if he just comes back and just, because because he is someone
0: who we might all be uh, choosing week week nine of the season for for the MVP if he comes back on a revenge tour, but at the same time he's also someone who you could see him just playing out the stretches here too. So yeah, or, uh,
2: yeah I
1: will of, I will offend half your listeners right now. I will never say that I'm um, yes. To any positive question to a man in his thirties wearing a wool knit hat with a man bun. <laughs> yeah, you know, man bun, wool knit hat. Nope, I'll never say yes to that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I love the honesty.
2: At least that's your MVP vote. Uh, what was that? And that's the MVP vote. <laughs> yeah, the wool 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 knit hat.
0: Okay. So, uh, thank you guys. This was, this was a fun show. We had, a we thank had a nice do. blend of, uh, hot takes, good conversation. And, and yeah, we, we had vanilla picks too. So, but I, I, I hope that we spiced it up enough for you guys, uh, that at, at least we all d- dissented from the popular, Well, what we, we probably descended from uh, dissented from the popular opinion,
1: maybe one out of three picks maybe. Yeah, probably. And, um, before we wrap up, I would like to congratulate Micah Parsons on winning defensive play, uh, rookie of the year. Yeah, right. Uh, we might as well wrap that up. Right rookie now defensive because...
2: slash rookie of the year slash whatever fill in the blank. And we, we would like to congratulate Chase Young uh, for becoming the next president of the United States. Apparently, according to John. <laughs> and uh, we would like to we would like Wait, that's, to more The next president
1: stuff. isn't going to be LeBron. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> he couldn't even win he can't even win california right now uh
2: lebron can't even be the best player of his sport we're we're gonna say he's gonna be the president.
0: <laughs> okay so yeah we, we definitely had some fun there but you know th- thank you guys once again thank you for joining me josh thank you for joining me zach this was a lot of fun we'll do it again mid-season and then if we can line up the schedules right we'll we'll do it at the uh at the start of the playoffs too, to see how much differently this turns out. So, but uh, definitely was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you both. Uh, I will allow you to say your final closing statements if you want.
2: Thank you for having us. Uh, I leave your listeners with this thought. Why do we drive on the parkway and park on the driveway?
0: That is, that is a wonderful thought.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: i um, not sure really how to top that. But I'll leave you guys with, you know, my parting piece of wisdom and advice, and that's uh, Yankees suck. So there okay. you go. There's, there's my no, baseball talk.
2: Your parting wisdom is Giants fans for not really life. <laughs> <laughs> you know so. when they,
1: when they did Eli uh, dirty, and th- they basically stabbed him in the back. It it basically meant for me that whoever the next guy was. I wasn't going to be a huge fan of. Oh, no. Fair
0: enough. <laughs> okay, so thank you once again. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for uh, taking the time, and uh, we, we really appreciate it, and uh, yeah, l- just let us know. Uh, remember, um, in the in the uh, credits, uh, b- b- in the show notes, you'll see that uh, you can become a part of the jml forel community on Facebook, and uh, you can list your comments off the, 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 the Facebook page for it. That will be in the show notes. And yeah, so i um, re- really excited, and uh, thank you, everyone, for being a part of this. And my closing words will be, uh, to you guys will be, his mother wants us to call him Patrick.